Father, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and give a shout in the church. Amen. And take your seats. Alright. Um, please don't make noise. Listen, 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 listen. I have 45 minutes to preach what I need to preach. I will, if I see you talking, I will drive you out of the hall. You go and stand outside on the car park. I don't have time for all this nonsense this morning. Keep quiet and listen. Daniel 11.32 Bible says that such as and such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he do what? Shall he corrupt by flatteries? But the people that do know their God shall be strong and they shall do exploits. And I said that another another word, another way of saying exploits is they shall do great things for God. Amen. And since Wednesday having Wednesday, I explained to you that before we even start the journey of attempting great things for God, we must first try and know God. And I showed you that to know God, there are ways, there are ways, there are ways to do them. The fundamental, the fundamental, if you want to know God, you don't have to go to Achaia Mountain and be waiting for a vision. Because me, since I became a Christian, I have not seen a vision. And if it's only by visions that we know God, then I will not be able to know God. I have had three dreams. I can remember them. I told you. All the rest, I've forgotten them. Only three that I can remember. God wants us to find him. The Bible says, you shall seek me and find me if you shall search for me with all of your heart. God wants to be found. But God will only be found by people who will look for him. And because God wants us to find him, what has he done? He has made the way to find him very simple. He gave us a book called the Bible. He gave us the book called the, a book called the Bible. A supernatural spiritual book. Not an ordinary book at all. And in this book, in the words of this book, you will find the word of God. You will find God in it. And I showed you that anybody who is looking for God and wants to know God will have to look for God within his word. Why? Because John 1 tells us that that word is God himself. And if you can, if you can connect yourself, you can connect yourself at a deep level with the word of God, then you are connecting yourself with God. It's pretty me that I have only 45 minutes because it's like my preaching is now coming this morning. So he said, we start the process of getting into, into God's word with a personal quiet time. That's the lowest level. Where you take 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, sometimes, depending on what, to look into the word. 
and it is like when you start to, to dig, they say that there is gold here. So you take your shovel, your pickaxe, and you start to dig. And you start to dig. Quiet time is you start at the surface. You are going. But in that quiet time of 10, 15 minutes, sometimes as you are, you can hear something go. Your shovel hits something go. Then you know that I am close to the gold. And once you see that you are close to the gold, you have to go one step further. You have to dig some more. And we dig some more through Bible study. And I showed you that we have microscopic Bible study where you take the verse and break it into small, small, small pieces so that you can understand every small piece of the verse or of the passage. When you finish, you put all the meanings back together and the scripture, the verse just comes alive. Then we said that another method is telescopic where you zoom out. You see, in microscopic, you zoom in. But telescopic, you zoom out. So that now, you're not looking at just a verse or a passage, but the whole book to understand what the whole book is talking about. And then sometimes, depending on how you are feeling, you can make it topical. Where you are saying that, I have heard people talk about grace a lot. Grace, grace, grace. The grace of God, the grace of God. This grace of God, what does the Bible say about it? I want to find out. And I told that you can be, you can be having a topical Bible study for months. You can start in January. And by the time you are finishing about Greece, it is March. Don't you think that you would have, you would know God if you were doing this thing? You, you, you'll be knowing God as you go out. Your knowledge of God will become deeper and deeper. And then we say, so now that, now that we are going to, we are doing this, is it, it's not for you, eh? uh, give it to the owner. Another way, another, another way by which we can enter, find the gold is when we listen to preaching. Preaching tapes. Watch videos. Where, where somebody else, say a verse that you have read and, and caught a revelation. God gives a revelation to another person. You take the person's revelation and add it, add it to, and then it makes your knowledge even better. Then the last one that you can use to knock it. It's when you now find Christian books. Oh, look. Young, young Christians. I'll tell you something. I came to preach many things. But for some reason, I have not... I have, I, I'm now halfway. But if the only thing that you will go out of this camp with and purpose in your heart that you will practice with diligence, you will start to practice it seriously. And not change your mind about it and focus is to get into the word of God. I promise you, in some years to come, you, you, you'll be a very wild person. Yeah. Somebody here, there are one, two, three, four, five people. Your quiet time after this come is, it's going to become glorious. Every morning, God will show you something fantastic. Yes. Then, now that we know God, when we have done all this and we know God, then we start the journey to attempt great things for God. Because they that know their God, they shall be strong and do exploits. And I said that the first, the first attempt, the first mighty great thing that you're going to attempt is to attempt to lead somebody to salvation. And I said that if you spend your life as a young person doing this, you are, you are doing, you are doing a very, great thing that God will, like, it makes God, you know, the Bible says that 
when one person bows their head in front of you on the street and you pray with the person and say, Lord Jesus, today I believe you are my savior. You died for me. You rose on the third day. Come and live in my heart. Be my savior. Be my Lord. Write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, amen. When you do that on the street there, the angels take out their trumpets and their trombones and they start to blow. There is nothing else that is written in the Bible that makes angels rejoice except this particular one. That's why I said, if God was celebrating his birthday and we brought him a very large cake and we said, blow the candles and make a wish, what, what, would, what would God wish for? God says that he would wish that all men be saved and that none come to, none come to, none perish. So any young person who, who would decide that as for me, my life, I will spend it bringing, leading people to salvation. You are doing, you are, you see, the good news is that God doesn't want us to do it. He wants us to try. <laughs> And I showed you that anytime somebody says, I want to try a great thing for God, God uses his little finger like this and then knocks the thing. The thing works. Yes. This camp, this camp that we are having is an attempt at a great thing. Look at how it has worked. When I was coming to the camp, I was expecting 200 people here. We are 500. Because, because as I was, as I was trying to push as, as me and Auntie Gloria and all these people, we are trying to push to get 200. God used his little figures at 300 more to at 300, 300 more people to get 500. God likes triers. Yes. If you are a person, I'm shy, I'm afraid, you'll be there. You will never see something great. God likes triers. God, you see, the thing is that God knows that the thing that you are trying to do, you can't do it. But he doesn't care. Because he can do it. I'm preaching. <laughs> hey, Charlie. You have wasted my time, pal. We are supposed to start at 7 o'clock. You have walked around, shared t-shirts and reached at 8 o'clock. God likes triers. God is very excited about somebody who will wake up in the morning and say, I will try. Because even though he knows that you cannot, he doesn't care at all because he can. David woke up. They said, they said, giant, he, see, his father said that, look, you, you are a small boy, you don't, you're not useful, you just look after sheep, whatever it is. Look, take food to your brothers on the battlefield. They are big and they are soldiers. They are fighting battles for Israel. They are the men, the men of Israel. So take food, lunch to them on the battlefield. David got to the place, saw a very huge, Man standing on the whatever, talking nonsense. So he went to one of the sir, who is this guy? So he's a Philistine guy. He's a, sir, what does he want? He says, so if anybody here can challenge him, the battle, no. Instead of the Philistine army fighting with the Israelite army, charge. He said, the man is saying that if one person from Israel's side can come and face only him, and the battle will end right now. They said, but this is easy. Then they didn't ask. Why hasn't any of you gone yet? They say, hey, are you a fool? Can't you see them, the guy's size? Number one. Number two, this guy, since he was a little boy, he has been fighting. Who, who can go and face him? King Saul, the Bible says that Saul, Saul was the tallest person in Israel when he was made a king. You read the Bible? And he was the king. He was hiding in his tent. 
He was in his tent. While Goliath was on the battlefield talking nonsense, David said, what? There's nobody who can go and face this guy. I said, hey, what you crowd did you come to do here? The few sheep that your daddy gave to you to take care of them. Have you finished taking care of them? You have come here to come and be doing concern. David said, send me. I can face this guy. You see, but what David was saying was not that. Because think about it. If a small boy like David against Saul was the tallest person in Israel. You get it. But even he could not stand Goliath. Goliath was even taller. But the, so what would this small boy be able to do? David knew that on his own, he could not face Goliath. But David knew a secret in his back pocket. He knew that God's little finger was there. God's little finger. He, 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 was, he knew that he has God's little finger behind him. He said, send me. I'll face this guy. So I said, okay, if you want to face him, come and collect my uniform. My he went, he wore the thing. The thing was too heavy. He said, hey, look, I can't even walk in this thing. Look, he went and selected smooth stones. Smooth stones. Took his catapult. Said, today, eh, me and God's little finger will kill this guy. I thought you'd be clapping by this time. I don't, I don't know what that... Do you know, there is a Hebrew word, it's called Mishpat. Mishpat. Mishpat is a word that is used to describe, let, let me, I'll give you an example. So, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you, Miss. Hey, Charlie, that's been me, pa. I tell you. Come, come. I saw some small boy be. Come. No, no, don't remove it. Just, just wear it. Wear your tie. It's nice. Just come. Let me see which, which of you looks like you cry. You have body more than this one. This one is slim. It's, it's taller, but it's slim. Yeah. Your own. There's meat on it. You go and sit down. You are bigger than this one. Sit down. What's your name? Papayao. Yes, yes, yes. Papayao. Can you beat this guy? Can't beat him. How many of you want to see mesh parts? I'm going to show you, show you mesh, mesh parts. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, today's, today's wrestling round, wrestling match is between, what was the name? Emmanuel. Emmanuel Abodier and Papayao. Look. Turn around and face. Wait. 
how many of you how many of you think that Emmanuel would would smash Papaya? Fantastic. Put your hands down. I mean, if you are here, you think Papaya was let's we have to take you to a psychiatric hospital to examine you. But I don't see how this guy can smash this guy. So we all agree in this room that the person who will win this wrestling match is who? Is this guy. Now let me ask another question. How many of you will support Papaya? You, when, when the fight starts, you'll be supporting him. Papaya. Papaya. How many will support him? Papaya. Papaya. How many people are supporting him? How many people are supporting him? Put, put your hand down. Wait. But, why are you supporting the one that won't win? Hey, hey, come on. They're not spiritual. All of us in this hall, are you hearing me? I'm showing you Mishpat. Where is Angel? Come and sit on your chair. Why are you sitting at the back? Are you backsliding? Huh? Say, you are What do you mean, you How? Here, here. One, two. Nobody is there. Come and sit on it. <laughs> All of us in this room know that this guy, he will put this boy on the floor. He will step on his, smash his stomach, smash his head. We, we, we can see. But, but, when the match starts, when the fight starts, more than half of us in this room, more, in fact, I think that three quarters of us in this room will be supporting Papaya. Do you know, do you know, it is called Mishpat. Let me see. It is something that happens all the time. Any time that somebody who is, who is stronger meets somebody who is weaker, those who are watching the fight, naturally, they support the weaker one. Why? Because this guy doesn't need any help to be this guy. But this guy needs all the help he can get. Yes. And, and if, when the, I listen to me, when the fight starts, and, and the fight starts, and his, and this man gives this guy the first blow, and the referee says, look, look, all those who want to fight with him come to the stage. All of us. We will come. We will say, hey, this guy, hey, somebody will hold one leg, another person will hold another leg, so we will hold it. We will finish him here, all of us. Because that is how it is. Nobody, people don't support a stronger person over a weak person. The reason is that the fight is already not balanced. So, those of us who are watching the fight, we, we, we always feel that we want to balance the thing. So we want to stand on the side of the guy who is weaker. That is what God did when David stood in front of Goliath. God said, okay, there's a Goliath, a tall guy, there's a small guy. I want to choose a side and support the side. 
and help the side. Which side would I choose? The weaker one. The weaker one. God stood and said, hey, how many stones do you have? You have to, we will not use five. Why? We'll use one. Because this is my little finger is here. You just put the stone in the catapult and just throw it. I will do this. When I do queen, the, the stone which was not going very fast will go very fast. And the stone which was small, too small to kill a giant, because I will do queen, the power that will throw that stone, eh, when it lands on the guy's head, eh, he will just die immediately. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I came to announce to you in this camp that God is looking for triers. God is looking for people who will only attempt. Because even though he knows that you cannot do it, he doesn't care. Why? Because he can do it. May you go out of this camp attempting great things. Yes, I'm telling you. We're, we're all here attempting. People will be people will be somewhere, they will see our camp, they'll be jealous in us. Who have we said Kumasi people have done camp is is nice, man. You see our boy yesterday, I sent pictures to somebody. The boy the, the pictures are nice though. Yes. So number one is what? People to salvation. You are tempting everybody, everybody in this after this camp, you are going to attempt to lead somebody to salvation. Am I, am I, why not saying amen well? Please put your hands for the papaya and abode here. Then I said that, are you hearing me? When you lead somebody to salvation, the end result is that the person will become Will come to church. When they come to church, they become anybody you lead to salvation becomes a person of God. You see, people of God. A person of God. He becomes God's person. But God's people need to be taken care of. So it means that there is a vacancy for a shepherd. So after you have, after you have attempted to lead people to salvation and it, it has worked, you will now have God's people who need a shepherd. So you will now attempt to become a shepherd. And the shepherd is what? It's a caring, loving, you have to, you have to know it. When I say what's the shepherd, you have to know it. A shepherd is what? A caring, loving guide. Number two, a shepherd is what? A person who looks after sheep. Yes. This morning, if you had come early, I was going to, I was going to teach, I was going to tell you to attempt after you have led the person to salvation and you are shepherding them. Then the next thing that in the, in, as part of your shepherding, you are supposed to be teaching them also. So I was going to teach you, show you how to attempt to be a preacher and a teacher. But I don't have time. Yes. I was going to show you 27 steps to becoming a fantastic preacher. 
you will be 15 years old, but when you stand behind a pulpit and open your mouth, people will say, hey, from whence, from whence has this girl this wisdom? But see, you didn't come early. But we are closing. I want to share with you something. You see, what did I, yesterday we started doing what? 15 something. Where did we reach? Number four. Let me add two to it or three. And then we'll close the chapter on that one. Then I'll read, I'll read a book, something, a paragraph from a book to you. And then we'll pray and then we'll close the camp. <laughs> hey, don't talk. Oh. You say, you start your, your things again. If I see you talking, if I see your mouth moving while I am talking, I will send you outside. Hallelujah. Hmm. Number one was what? A personal relationship with God. Do you remember? Number two, an interest in listening to preaching tips and watching word videos. Number three, personal fasting life. Don't always wait for the, the pastor of the church to say, today we are fasting. You yourself wake up in the morning and say, I'm fasting. Number four, Availability for the work. Amen. Number five. Number five. Your financial input to the church. Financial, your financial input. If you're going to be a, if you're going to be a shepherd. Your financial input to the church. It is, it is one of the important characteristics, features we'll look out for. You see, let me tell you something. Why is it important? Jesus said that. Jesus said, let me, Matthew 26. No, not Matthew 26. Let me, let me, not that, not, not that one. Are you still in the church? We are almost close to. Matthew 6. Verse 21. Let's, let's start from verse 19. It says, lay up not for yourselves. Matthew 6, 19. Lay up not for yourselves treasures upon earth. Where moth and rust doth corrupt. And where thieves break through and steal. Matthew 6, 19, verse 20. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. 21. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Anybody who is who wants to be a shepherd but does not want his money to come into the church, you will not be a proper shepherd. Your commitment to, you see, remember the first one we said, a willing commitment. Your commitment to this work, the work, this work of God, it will involve, you see, let me tell you something. Are you here? Are you here? Today, in 2019, in Ghana, nobody is going to kill any Christian for what they believe. So if you say, I want to sacrifice, you're not going to sacrifice your life. It's not, it's going to be very, very rare that you have to kill yourself or somebody has to kill you to, uh, to show that you are a Christian. It's not important. It's not, it doesn't happen nowadays. Today, 
the one thing that many, most of us are going to be called upon to sacrifice is money. It's money. It's the one that is the thing that like will be as money, money, more. Money and time. Your time and your money. That's why availability for the work is there. Then it's also money. So if you're going to be a shepherd, offering, tithe, you, you must pay it. You cannot be a shepherd who doesn't pay tithe. Oh, we don't preach this one here, Auntie Gloria. We don't preach this one in this kind of. So, do, do seven year olds pay tithe? Yes. Yes. About how much? It doesn't matter how much the tithe of a seven year old is. That money could have been used to buy yogurt or toffee. But as soon as the seven year old gives it to God, his heart will also follow it. Because where your treasure, where your treasure is, is your heart will also go there. Your heart will naturally go where your money is going. That's why if I am looking to see who can be a shepherd, one of the things I'll be looking for is, does he give offering, offering time? Or does he hide it in his back pocket to go and buy yogurt? Am I preaching a, a good thing? Yes. Your money, where is going? Your money, where is going? Your money, where is going? And I tell you something. You, I feel, <laughs> once your money is going to a particular place, you will be there. You will stay. You, it, I, my money has come, has been in, coming to the church in the church in the church. I'm, I'm not go. I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. Yes, it's my church. It's, my money is here. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> if I go, if I leave, I've, lo- I've lost money. I don't understand what I'm saying. Yes. So that's it. Your money. Your money. Your money. Your money. They don't want to hear it. Your money. Your money. If you, if you are a, a Christian who likes to hold on to your money more than to give it to God, it's a sign that your love for God is shallow. Because even money which is paper, do you know that money is not in it? It's just paper. They print it. You can even print your own. If you get a computer and a printer and paper, you can make money in your house. It's paper. It's not paper. If you tear it, won't you tear? That's all. And when it's a stone, you can't use to buy anything because it's paper. <laughs> but some people say, my money. <laughs> I cannot give my money. You cannot give your money. You cannot be a shepherd. Number six. Oh man, cannot believe that. One of the reasons why Judas betrayed Jesus was because he was stealing Jesus' money. Mm. <laughs> Number six. People handling skills people handling skills people handling skills first timothy 3 2 and 3 first timothy 3 2 and 3 it says a bishop or another word for shepherd is going to be a bishop then must be blameless are you, are you here talking if I see you talking, I'll sack you from the room. I tell you. 
must be blameless. The husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach, not given to wine, no striker, not greedy or filthy looker, but patient, not a brawler, not covetous. The things that he's describing, just behavior things, but inside you will see, he mentions three, about three or four things that have to do with how you relate with people. Some of you, what I'm saying is making sense to you. Yeah. Yes. It's not good. You can't be a shepherd. Yes. You cannot be a shepherd. You cannot, you, you, because a shepherd is a person who takes care of sheep and the sheep are human beings. You cannot if you don't know how to relate with people, how to be patient, when to be patient, how to be good. See, the person must be, must not be somebody who strikes, like always fights. So, if you are in this room and say, I want to be a shepherd, there are some things about you that you have to change. It's about how, you know me, I have changed though. Me, I was a very antisocial person. Do you know antisocial? Do you know antisocial? Yes. And when you are antisocial, your friends are few. You are not many. But today in 2019, I have hundreds. Even right now in this camp, I have made a lot of friends. Yes, I can start mentioning their names to you. So you, you came to this camp, you have not made any new friend. But I mean, I have made a lot of friends. I can mention their names to you. Papaya is my friend. I met him yesterday. Yes. The guy who came to ask me the question about the Holy Spirit and how he talks to you, his name is Paul. I was sitting here in the corner here. He came. Paul. Small boy. Angel. Mami Sarah. I have friends in the place. Sarah. Frimpoma. You came to the camp. We have not made any new friends. Isaac. Isaac is my my, my new friends. Bafo. Yeah. I'm in the church. Abode is also another one of my friends. Emmanuel. Are you here? Sebol. I met, I met Devris and Devina and Devina yesterday. They're my friends. A shepherd, that's how you must be. Friendly. People handling skills. When somebody does, you see, it is not always that when somebody does something wrong, right, in public, you start to talk about it. See, the person will feel embarrassed. Or, you won't feel embarrassed. Also, you have to know how, how to do different things. When people are involved, what you do to make people happy, what you make, do people to not make people sad, people, otherwise, your friends will be a few, and you cannot be a shepherd. A shepherd is, listen to me carefully, listen to me carefully. One of the main aims of a shepherd is that his sheep will become a lot. When you, when you are a shepherd, you may go to the market and buy one male sheep and one female sheep and bring them home. But your, your mind is that, in, in, by the end of the year, this female sheep should give birth. And I will get more. So I'll start from two. But if the female sheep can, how many, how many do they give birth to at a time? Sheep. Two or three. Sheep give birth to two or three. And how many months? How, how long, in how many months? Six months. To give birth. So when you buy the, eh, six months. So when you buy male and female sheep in January, by June, the female will give birth to three new babies 
and you now have mother and father and three babies, and they're now five. Then by December, the mother will give birth again to another three. Then you add it to the five, you become eight. If you are a shepherd and your sheep, you have bought, go and bought, for class, you have gone to buy, <laughs> you have gone to buy male and female, male and female sheep. Then you have come, you have given them food, uh, June, they are not giving birth, she's not pregnant. Then you give them food, uh, December, she's not pregnant. Ah! How many of you make kebab out of it? Said so this useless sheep I'm going to buy. Let's eat, eat you for kebab. Yes. The dream of the farmer, the dream of the shepherd is that this, if I start with a, a small number, they must grow. But the sheep we are talking about, they are human beings. And the human beings know the, how you, how you treat them. People handling skills. How you, how you are patient with them. You know, are you here in the church? Yesterday I told you one, one of them, one of my boys from a long time ago, Jesus, he was calling me. He called me, uh, so when I, when we close from here at midnight, he called me. I talked to him for two hours. I slept at 2 a.m. That's something I'm feeling very, very sleepy, I tell you. Till 2 a.m., he was talking, 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 talking. You see? Three years ago, he, the, he, the last time he called me was three years ago. Three years ago, he called me and told me something about something. And I told him, don't do it. Don't do it. He said, yes. I hear you. Do you know what he did? He did it. He did it. So, so, and the three years that he has not talked to me, no. The thing I told him, don't, don't do it. Hey, this thing, if you do it, it will not be good. Don't do it. He said, oh, thank you very much. Thank you for your advice. Because that three years ago, when he called me, he talked to me about two hours. We were talking on the phone. And I said, don't do it. I explained to him why you shouldn't do it. He said, yes, sir. I won't do it. In three years, in the three years, no, he has done it. All the things I said, don't do it, he's done all. Then three years, it, did, it has not worked. It's like I'm a prophet. He said, he said, the reason why when you call me, I don't, because I was calling him sometime, some, a few months ago, he didn't answer. I sent him text, he didn't reply. I got very upset. I said, I don't want to hear, I deleted his number from my phone. I said, I don't want to hear from you again. You can keep your life. So when I was preaching yesterday and I saw him calling me, I was very surprised. So he called me and he said, the reason why I haven't called you in the past three years is because you told me three years ago not to do it. And I did it. And I was afraid that if I call you, you will say I told you so. I said, no, I will not say I told you so. Pastors don't say I told you so. Shepherds don't say I told you so. No. I said, tell me the whole story. I said, I said, you should not have done it. But no problem. You have already done it. <laughs> We have already done it. So now, me and, let's discuss, what can you do about it? As for doing it there, I said, don't do it. And you did it. But now let's, yeah. If it, eh uh-huh. You see, foolish boy. Three years, what I told you, you see what I told you, you see what I told you. He will hang up the phone, I will not hear from him again. Yes. People. Smile at people. Don't be a shepherd who always has a frown on his face. When your sheep are coming near you, 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 you frown. It's like, oh, Mukamu Haji. Oh, Charlie. My, the time has finished. I'm very. Number what? Number seven. Oh, this is the one. 
preaching and teaching skills. A shepherd must have preaching and teaching skills. We have a few more minutes. We'll close. We are closing very, very soon. How many of you have enjoyed this camp? Uh, me, I've enjoyed it more than you. Tell you. You too. Preaching. You see, how many see me and Mano? And so, we organize another camp. When we organize another camp again, the next time we come for a camp like this, I will be talking about preaching and teaching. Yes. So remind me when I when we come again for another camp. Remind me that I said I will, I will tell, talk to you about preaching. I cannot start it right now. We will not close right now. Second Timothy two two. Second Timothy two two. It says, and the things, let's start from verse 1, says, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Verse 2. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same, the things that thou hast heard of me, the same commits thou to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Preaching is, is the thing that you have heard. You to tell somebody. That's all. Is it simple? This is simple. The things that you have heard, you also tell somebody. It's preaching. A shepherd must be like that. You must have preaching. Where, are you here? Are you here? As you see, only preaching is not enough. You must be a fantastic preacher and teacher. Such that when you are preaching to the people, even though they are tired and they are sitting down, they, they want you to, to keep talking. Like how I'm preaching you, you want me to keep talking, or you want to go home? Me white church camp. I'm a Close door. It's a close door meeting. Who's gonna catch me? Next one. Number eight. An interest in evangelism. An interest in evangelism. A shepherd must be interested in leading people to salvation. Do you see that? Let's stop it. They are all connected to each other. Have you seen it? Yes. Must like it. Why? Because you want more sheep. You go out, you lead someone to salvation, you bring, you are caring for him, caring for him, caring for him, caring for him. I have only one. How can I have only one? I'm not prosperous. Go back again. Get another one coming out. You have two. Go back again. You have to be giving birth. Your, your sheep must be increasing in number. Yes. Do you see what I'm telling you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Matthew 18, 12. Write the verse down. How think ye, if a man had an hundred sheep, and one of them be gone astray, does, does he not leave the ninety and nine, and go into the mountains, and seek that which is gone astray? You must always be wanting more sheep. Matthew eighteen twelve, Number nine, and I think we are closing here, number nine. Visiting, counseling, 
and organizational abilities. Visiting, counseling, and organizational abilities. A shepherd must have visiting at a Reginald. Is that Reginald? Wake you. It's early morning. You didn't sleep at night. Visiting, counseling, and organizational abilities. It means that a shepherd must be a person who visits people, his sheep. Go to their house. Listen, I listen to me. I listen to me. Some of you, are you listening? Some of you, you think that the way that your, your home, your family, your family life is, that's how it is with everybody. But the day that you go to somebody's house, when you see the person again the next time in church, something inside you will be that's when you that's when you will see that actually even though you say your clothes are not many your mother should buy you more actually you have too many clothes am, am i saying it well angel yes visiting when you visit people you then you will see how people's how people when we come to church we all try to wear our best clothes but we all come from different places and sometimes when you meet somebody somebody listen oh what is the problem you want to poo poo? You want to poo poo? Do you want to poo poo? And then keep quiet and be, um, don't disturb. Are you okay? You want to wee wee? You want to poo poo? None of those problems. What's the problem? No problem. Then sit down. Then don't talk. Oh. Because sometimes when you want to poo poo, you, you, you're doing yourself. The thing is trying to come. You're trying to. So they'll be moving around. It disturbs me. If he's poo pooing, I'll just let you go. I'll be free. You understand it? Yes. I finished. When you visit somebody, you say, some people come, you see some people, their behavior is. You can't understand it. Why is this boy so boisterous, so noisy? And so, visit him at home and you will see. Why? You will understand it when you go to his house. Ah. And you know what, what it does to you? What it does to you is that it changes how you, you, you treat the person. You will become more patient and more gentle to the person. The reason why... I, I, oh. Hey, hey. Obroni, stop talking. Obroni. Stop talking. I can see you from where I'm standing. Yes. What's your name? What's your name? Adolf. Adolf. Adolf, don't talk. Okay? Okay? That's one more friend I've made. Adolf. Jesus came... Jesus came. I, I'm, I'm, why, why are you disturbing me? Huh? The people, there are people waiting for They are coming to the hall to have a service. And they are waiting for us outside. Well, you are, you are, I want to close. 
Jesus came to the earth because he wanted to understand how we struggle against sin. The Bible says that because of that, because he came here and lived among us and saw how the temptations are and all the problems we have, now he is more merciful and compassionate towards us when we sin. Like It's like, now I know what you go through. That's why he came home. I now know what you go through. That's why the Bible said that, the Bible said that when he went to heaven, he's standing, he's standing, he's standing on the right hand side of God and he's always begging for us. Jesus is always begging. When, when is it, when, when is it? Angel, an angel will come and say, Father, he has gone to do the thing again. Then he say, What's the punishment for what he has gone to do? Say, bring the book out and let's see the punishment for it. Then Jesus will say, I beg. I beg. I have gone there before. I have stayed there before. It's not easy to be. It's not easy. Am, am I saying it making sense to you? Yes. Jesus visited us. When he visited us, he saw how we are, we are, we are trying. This thing that we are trying not to sin. He, he came here. He saw that, Charlie. It's not easy, oh. So when they come, when the devil comes and says, uh, uh, let's bring the book out, the book of uh, list of punishments. When you do this, this is a punishment. When you do this, this is a punishment. When they bring it, he did it all. I have the evidence. He has a video. He just did it. Please punish him according to the book. Jesus, Jesus will say, I, I beg. I have gone there. I, I was staying there. It's very hard to not sin. In that place where they are. It's hard for That's why a shepherd, you must visit your sheep. See where they are saying. Some people, they eat once a day. Once, you, you eat. When your mother serves you the food, you, 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 they, they, you eat. You, why, who is talking? You eat one third of the food and they throw the rest into the dustbin. But somebody. So today we have eaten at home. We are eating at home today. We want to go and eat out. Hey, you have eaten at home. We are tired of eating at home. You are the thing that they have been giving you at home. It's not a small thing, no. But now it's like we want to eat out. So because of how your life is, you think that everybody's life is like that. There's somebody. There's somebody in this in this camp. When you say ham beggar, he will say, huh? So, Beggar, they will say, huh? Or if you say fries, you say, huh? And there be any fries. But you, you eat fries, it's not any problem. Fries can put there, it's like, today I don't feel like eating, I don't really feel like eating, I just want some fries. So when he sees fries and ketchup on top of it, I will say, When you visit somebody in their house, the next time they give you food in your house and you're not able to eat all of it, you will not be in a hurry to throw the rest into the dustbin. It affects you when you visit people. Counseling. A shepherd must be able to talk to people, open the Bible, and advise them from the Bible. This is your dress that you have worn, that your panty line is showing. According to the Bible, 
if you were a woman, you must dress in a decent way. You open the verse and show the person that. You don't dress, a Christian girl doesn't dress and wear a dress, the top, your top, you can't, you see there are some tops, they are sort of like elastic. When you pull it down, then it pulls up. When you pull it down, then it pulls up. I know, I know all these things. When you, so, you see that, ah, mommy can be one Oh, instead, instead, vest. What's your say? Now, what tacky vest me into, so they be a tiny pija crana. Oh, but, own shed. Into a pija, not panty lino. Panty lino. Huh. One day I sat in Trotropa. And some girl was getting down. My goodness. Your Christianity, your Christianity can easily get spot. When one person, when one person gets down from a trot your Christianity can spoil. That's it. You have to become born again, again after that experience. Ha! You, you see that? You see that? <laughs> Should I say it or? You see, you see the bottles? No, there are two. There are two bottles. One bottle. One botox and two botox. So, but you see that there is some space between the two botox here at the top here. Yeah. Hey, well, if you say something like that again, I'll sack you from the church. It's at the top here. You see the top, the, the two bottles, the space, there's some space behind the top here. So the, and the girl, I don't know if it's a jeans or whatever. You see that nowadays the, the girl's trousers they make, you know, they don't make it so that it comes to the, the waistline. It's, it comes down a bit. I don't know why, but it comes down a bit. Ain't And now, I did so no. So when she, she's getting down, then you see that, hey, this is what this is. <laughs> so, if you have a sheep, I I in a church, if you have a sheep who dress, some people don't know that there's something wrong with it. If you have a sheep who dresses like that, you call her. Counseling. A shepherd must be counseling. You bring her. You open the Bible. Then you see, you look at it, the Bible here, here. See that your dressing, it must be decent. See, this thing that you have worn that, they, they have cut here or and your you see the breast breast space yes. the breast breast also there also there's some space here do you understand what I'm saying oh, oh that's what I'm saying breast breast space inside breast breast is there's some space here do you do you see that yes what what yeah pie Italian no uh huh. And, and you see, let me tell you something. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? To the girl who is wearing it, it may not be a problem. It may not be a problem. You know, we, you see, oh, are you, should I preach to you or you are talking? A girl's breast to her, to the girl, is, is like an ear. The breast is like an ear. 
is, is that a nose or an ear or is, not, not anything. But to a boy, it's not like an ear. To us boys, a breast is not, is not an ear. It's something more than that. <laughs> so when you, when you break, you open the ear. That's why I said, white chest comes, so I can say it well. I'm not, I'm not saying the thing well. You call the person. Do you understand it? Yes. Call your sibling and say, have you had your quiet time today? Nazar, you say, have you had a quiet time today? He say, oh, yeah. Then you, add, then you take Bible. Then you open your Bible and show him why it's important to have quiet time. That's counseling. He's not doing well in school. His mother says that he's not, he doesn't study. He's not, that's why he's not doing well in school. You open Bible and find a verse. A verse that shows, that shows you why as a Christian you must be among the first three in your class. It's all in the Bible. Counseling. Oh, I'm, I'm saying, is it making sense to you? Listen. If your counseling is not from the Bible, it won't work. It's not powerful. You open the Bible and show the person that. God is expecting you as a Christian child to be among the top three in your class. You are disgracing God if you are not among your first ten on Kahun. Well, we are not, you are not doing something well. And then the last one is organizational ability. I hear, I hear. The reason why, the reason why this camp, are you here? The reason why this camp has so many people in it is because of organizational abilities of safe teachers. Put your hands together for them. You're not clapping, clap. Yes. Some of you, they came to your house, they waited for you to bath, wear your shoe, they took you to the roadside, put you in the another one, but like that, this, it's called organizational. A shepherd must have, must know how to gather his, organize his sheep. We are going somewhere. Hurry up. Bath. You, stand here. Okay, follow me. Wait for me. I'm going to this person's house. Bath. Dress up. Follow, come, come and join him. Stand here. Wait for me. I'm going here. Organizational. You must also be able to organize a meeting. Like, okay, one, I have sheep. One, two, three, you're my sheep. Hey, two, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow after church, we have a meeting, okay? Me and you and the three of you, okay? Okay, you meet me in the J church, J church there. You arrange the chairs and wait for me. We'll come and have a meeting. A shepherd must be able to organize, organizational. You must be able to put things together for something to happen. You must learn how to do it. It's part of your shepherd's work. Otherwise, you cannot be a, a, a shepherd. Am I saying something good to you? Am I saying something good to you? May God pour the anointing of a shepherd on everybody in this room. Oh, you're not saying amen well, oh. May God pour. Stand to your feet. Let's, let's. Stand to your feet. The people are giving us pressure. We have to close. <laughs> Eyes closed. No, don't close your eyes. Open your eyes. Listen to this. Oh, don't talk. Don't talk. Let me read something to you and then we are praying. Hallelujah.
Listen, listen. If you don't listen, you'll not hear it. Listen to this. Listen. 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 This is a prophetic, prophetic vision I'm reading to you. The Lord called a dozen men. He changed them. And then they changed the world. In your time, he is going to do the same with children. You didn't hear it. The Lord called a dozen men. He changed them. A dozen men is the 12 disciples. 12 apostles, actually. The Lord called a dozen is 12. Dozen, that does is 12. The Lord called a dozen men. He changed them. And they changed the world. In your time, he is going to do the same. The same is what? He's going to take and change. And they will change the world. You understand what I'm saying? So, in your time, he is going to do the same with children. What it means is that in these last days, God is going to take children, he will change them, and they will change the world. Look, receive this prophetic word. I said, in these last days, God is going to, is going to take children, he is going to change the, he's going to take the children in this hall, He's going to change them and the children in this camp will change the world. It is also the time of the lioness. Great are the company of women who will preach the, great are the company of women who will preach the gospel. I don't hear the women saying amen. Great are the company of women who will preach the gospel. There will be many great men of God in your time. But the greatest marvel and great honor will be for the women and children who walk in the ways of the Lord. Remember, it was the woman who was deceived and had enmity with the serpent. But it will be her seed that crushes its head. Women have a special place in this fight. Listen to this. Then he says, he looked into the eyes of the little girl. It is your time as a woman. Is if you are a woman, I'm saying this. If you want to say amen. It is your time as a woman. It is your time as a child. For children, for the children will be for signs and wonders. They will turn the tide in the last battle. Then he said, gather the children. Like how I have gathered you. He says, gather the children and help their mothers. Great is the Lord in you for all you need. Close your eyes. Begin to pray that all the things I have said will happen, will happen in your life. God will take you. God will change you. You will change the world in the name of Jesus. God will take you. God will change you. You will change the world. You will change. I'm not hearing you pray, no. I'm not hearing you pray, no. That this prophecy will come to pass in the name of Jesus. 
Take me, Lord. Change me, Lord. And I will change the world. Take me, Lord. Change me, Lord. I might change the world. That's your prayer. Take me, Lord. Change me, Lord. That I might change the world. Are you praying? Are you praying? Hey. Hey. Stop smiling and pray. Change me. That I will change the world. Change me. That I will change. That's a prayer. I'm not hearing you praying at all. Only three people are praying. Lord, I am a child. Change me. That I will change the world. Change me to change the world. Change me to change the world. Change me, Lord, to change the world. In this last battle, I'm not hearing people praying. Many of you are not praying. Many of you are not praying. You're not praying. You're not praying. You are not praying. You are not praying. Open your don't pray your head. You don't pray in our head. We open our mouth and pray. Pray. Change me. Change me. Something is happening in the room. God is doing something in somebody's heart. Change me, Lord. I will change the world. Change me, Lord. To change the world. Change me, Lord. To change the world. Change me, Lord. To change the world in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I want to be a part of this prophecy. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Mahabo sabranta la balaba. Rabba haso toke branta libidibu. Close your eyes. Lift your hands up. How many want to be like Jesus? Why do you stop playing? Because I want to hear the key. Who wanna be more like you? Jesus. It's our last prayer for this camp. I wanna be more like Jesus. I want to change the world like Jesus. I want to change the world like Jesus. To change the world like Jesus, like Jesus. I wanna be more like Jesus. Jesus, I wanna be a vessel. God is anointing somebody in this church right now. We thank you for the time that you have given us Short time that you have given us In this camp Lord Thank you for every life That is here Lord Thank you for the special purpose that you have For every one of us in the name of Jesus I pray for every Single person in this place 
may we become known as people who do exploits for God. May we be described as people who know their God and who do exploits for God. I'm not hearing your amen at all. Father, I pray, I pray, I pray that you will cause your spirit to come upon every single person in this place. The name by which we used to be called, the, the negative name by which we used to be called, Lord, by the power of your anointing upon our lives, oh God, may our names be changed to people who do mighty works for your name. In the name of Jesus. Lord, anoint every, I, I pray for every single hand that is up in this place. Anoint us, Lord. Anoint us, Lord. Anoint us, Lord. The Spirit of God is coming upon you. Just lift your hand and receive it. Anoint us, Lord. Anoint us, Lord. Leave nobody out, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. And cause us, Lord, to become a fire that burns throughout this world. In the name of Jesus. May this world experience our impact in Jesus' name. May we become people who are doing great and mighty things that affect the world in the name of Jesus. May we not live and die as insignificant people, oh God. But may our lives leave a mark on this world in the name of Jesus. May the kingdom of, of the devil be shaken. May the devil shiver when we walk into a place in the name of Jesus. Lord, let your power and your anointing rest upon us, Lord. Thank you for the seeds you have sown in this camp. Thank you for the great things that you have begun to work out in our lives, Lord. We will no longer, never again be ordinary. No child, no child who is in this room, who has been in this camp. Nobody, there will be nobody in this room who has been left unmarked in the name of Jesus. As we go out, Lord, may the world experience our coming. May the world experience our coming. May the world experience our coming. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. Watch over us. Every attempt of the devil to kill us will not come to pass in Jesus' name. Every plan of Satan to, to make us go mad is cancelled in the name of Jesus. Every plan of the devil to cause us to go wayward is cancelled in Jesus' name. Every attempt of the devil to draw our hearts away from you is blocked in the name of Jesus. We will love you until the day we die. We will cling to what you have promised until the day you call us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, thank you for such a mighty army of believers and of people who know their God, who are strong and who are doing exploits. Take us home safely, Lord. Watch over us, oh God. Let the friendships we have formed in this cup come become permanent, Lord. Bind us together with love. Lord, we give you praise and we thank you. Worship you. Glorify your name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. And the whole church shout a loud amen. A loud amen. Shout a loud amen. Do you want us to put our faith on the mountain? What I cannot why do you stop? Why do you stop? Let our faith become a mountain.
alliteration. Lift your hands till we will cling. We will cling to what you promised. Till the day. Till the day you call Let us our home. Let our faith become a mountain we stand on.
Somebody's free. 